welcome to episode four. This is all about Final Fantasy uh, one, two, and three. And we today we have Suits Gomez, Kane Highwind twenty seven, and Zessel G. So, firstly, we're going to introduce each member of the team, and uh, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and why you love Final Fantasy? So we'll start with Kane. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, so I'm Kane. Um, I stream a lot of Final Fantasy. I just, I, I really love the series, I love all the characters and the stories. Um, and I've played a lot of the ports for 1 and 2 <laughs> throughout the years. Cool. And then yeah. Oh, well, hello everyone. My name is Suit <laughs> Gomez, and uh, I'm pretty much a well, pretty much a card streamer, pretty much like thinking games. But Final Fantasy is also one of my favorite JRPGs of all time because I started with twelve, and then I went from one to pretty much the whole route, and it's amazing. It's an amazing series. And Zessel. For sure. Uh, I'm Zessel. Um, Final Fantasy is my favorite series. I grew up with it. I started off with FF1 on the NES when I was just a wee little lad. So I grew up with the franchise and I love it. How old were you for that, Zessel? Because you're younger than me, aren't you? Uh, well, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so we had an NES. And um, my stepdad had Final Fantasy when we met him. So we That's played so a cool. lot of Final Fantasy cool. growing up. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that's a cute little tale. Okay, so let's get straight into it, which is actually a question that's for everybody right from the off. Um, So which one of the first Final Fantasies, 1, 2, and 3, is your favorite and why? You can start with Kane. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think my favorite one of the three is actually the first one. Because, like, it's just... It's really good at having a lot of customization in it with the different classes, but um, it's balanced well enough that you could still beat the game with any combination. You could just use whatever you want, and it'll still you'll still be able to make it through. And it's good. I mean, it's really nice, uh, short and sweet story. <laughs> True. Cool suit. Well, pretty much well, also for me is uh, Final Fantasy 1, because uh, you get to know the whole series, what it's, how it starts, and also with the uh, iconic characters. Also with um, the favorite bosses like Lich, Tiamat, Chaos, and Garland, you you immediately get to know them and you see them all pretty much all the way through all of the series. And yeah, I really like that. I started also with the PSP version, actually, with Final Fantasy 1, because, hey, it didn't have an NES at the time. (laughs) (laughs) But I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. And like Kane said, there's a lot of variety as well. And also, the strategy is really good for me as well. I I really Mm -hmm. love it. Okay, and Zessel? Uh, My favorite is FF1, because it started the whole thing. it does not hold your hand at all, especially in the NES. You go in a dungeon, you die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're forced to explore. Um, and the story really doesn't tell you where to go. So just like when you have to go get the fairy order, bam. Like You're exploring the whole map just looking for one little tile. So, Yeah, yeah <laughs> true. true. <laughs> I remember that very clearly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> lots, of, lots of running around. <laughs> Okay, my next question is for Zessel, which is, 
what would you say are the key elements that began with these games and still exist in Final Fantasies today? That is, for example, things like the crystals, the fact that Sid is a recurring character, uh, chocobos and the elementals. Um, starting with FF1, um, the crystals, crystals is all the way throughout the Final Fantasy franchise in some shape or form. Um, Sid did not start off in FF1. A lot of people get that mixed up. Um, Sid wasn't in the NES version. He was retconned in in the PSP and Game Boy Advance versions. Uh, he started off in two or three. Uh, Chocobos won't in the NES version either, if I remember. Um, but the bosses, the enemies, uh, some of the town names, stuff like that. You see them sprinkled out throughout the whole franchise and everything. So, about every Final names? Fantasy. Oh, I'm sorry. Say what? Sorry. What town names? Oh, like Cornelia. Cornelia yeah. pops up in um, FF9 quite a few times. Uh, Princess Sarah from FF1 pops up in a couple other games just as a random name or, you know, stuff like that. A lot of other games would have like little Easter eggs sprinkled in where they'll just mention the events in FF1. So that's that's pretty rad. That's cool. Um, I didn't know about the town names one, so it's, that's cool to hear. Uh, Kane, in terms of story, there are similarities. Obviously, it has to be a fantasy, but they have people like Ancients in uh, Final Fantasy III, which is obviously also in Seven. Um, Marilith, Mar- is that how you say it? Marilith? Yeah, Marilith. Yeah, that's in how I Final say Fantasy it. Final Fantasy One, um, she awakens like the weapons in Seven as well. You see how I love Seven so much. I'm bringing it up all the time. <laughs> um, He's talking about Seven. Do you do you think that these decisions of this the recurring stories are lazy or purposeful, and why? Uh, I think they do it on purpose. Um, just kind of. To you know, pay respects to the older games, um, give little homages to them, and then since all the games have their own story, it'll give you like some kind of familiarity, like knowing this is a Final Fantasy game, since they don't have like connecting stories to go with. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Suit, can you go through how Final Fantasy one to three's turn-based combat differs between each other? I think that might be a tough question. Other people are welcome to add to it. <laughs> mm, yeah, please do if I'm wrong, though, because I don't believe there is much combat difference, uh, at least for like uh, the stats, stat-wise and turn-wise, turn-based. Because I do believe agility matters when enemies are higher, so that they go first. Uh, and I do believe that goes up like until 10. So I do believe there is not much difference, at least from there. Of course, with different moves and all that kind of stuff. But uh, with the beginning for the NES, 1, 2, and 3, I don't believe there is much difference. These not not stat and battle wise, except for that you can use more spells and summon wise for free. But I don't believe there is much difference. At least that not I could look up for. Yeah, I think they're pretty much the same besides abilities. Okay. Yeah. And the um, way their magic works. Yeah. Exactly. And then Kane for Final Fantasy One and Two, they've been ported um, many times. What are the differences between the originals and the yeah. updates? So they, they changed it a lot during all the ports. Um, yeah. So yeah. 
the first one, the first port they did was on the the Wondrous One color, which is it was like a, just a Japanese only portable system. Um, Final Fantasy One, they redesigned the sprites. Um, they added interior maps to the shops, which they didn't have before. Yeah. Um, they had these yeah. little cutscenes, like like when they built the bridge in the uh, the beginning in Cornelia. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, apparently before they you had to assign characters items in the original version. <laughs> so oh. the part, they made it so everyone could just use any item. And then they added more music and made the bosses have a little bit more health. Um, Final Fantasy 2, they added the cutscenes. They added auto-targeting. Um, they added new music. They added uh, they updated the engine so you could show damage, um, show status effects, and, and uh, KO'd members. So that's for the Wonder Swan. Then they went to the PlayStation. Um, where they remixed the soundtrack for both of them. They added bestiary, and artwork, and like an extra mode. Um, they added some F&B cutscenes when you start up the game. Um, and they added an option for an easy mode. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, and then for Final Fantasy 1, they just specifically they just retranslated it. Um, Final Fantasy 2, they changed some of the names. Uh, they changed some of the names. They gave Guy and Layla the way they talk from, here, from there on out. Um, like the pirate accent and guys like broken English, basically. Uh, a couple extra scenes and they added some dialogue. Uh, and then they went to the Game Boy Advance. They took out the the cutscenes, the F and B cutscenes. Um, they made, basically made both games only on easy mode. And they they removed the options. <laughs> um, they yeah, removed every. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they removed most of the extra stuff besides the bestiary. Um, for Final Fantasy 1 specifically, they made, um, they kind of changed the magic system, so everything just costs a set amount of MP. Um, they revamped the items, where it's, apparently they didn't have Phoenix Downs until this version, but they added that, and they added other, like, a couple other items, and they made it easier to get items. Hmm. Um, they balanced, they rebalanced some classes, they made it so you could change, uh, save everywhere in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, buffed the enemy HP again. Uh, added some auto names, and they added the the Soul of Chaos dungeons. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, they're kind of like four randomized dungeons. They let you fight bosses from later on in the series. Um, for Final Fantasy II, they added avatars for the dialogue. Added tutorial room. Um, they took out the inventory cap. They let items stack with each other. Uh, they made it so stats don't decrease anymore when you're trying to level. And then they added the Soul of Rebirth, which is a little side story that takes place um, with some of the characters who died throughout the story. You get to see them in the afterlife, basically. Um, and then the last part, the PSP version, they re- they put the art gallery back, they put back the FMV cutscenes. Uh, Final Fantasy 1, they added new music for those Soul of Chaos dungeons, and they added the Labyrinth of Time dungeon. Uh, I know we'll talk about that one later. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Final Fantasy 2, they added the Language Selection, and they added the Arcane Labyrinth, which is another side dungeon. And then they deported for the phones, and then all they basically did for that was just optimized for phones. That's it. That, that's all the changes. <laughs> so, okay. So, how many versions of Final Fantasy 1 has been made? In total. Uh, How many at releases? least five. At least five. five. <laughs> yeah. Right. And same with two. 
I, I fought three or four. Phone. We forgot wow. the phone. The, yeah. yeah, it was the NES, Wondrous One, PlayStation, GBA, and PSP. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's crazy. And that, that's also for Final Fantasy 2. Yeah, I wow. knew that, though, but... Yeah. Okay. Jeez. So, moving on to a few Final Fantasy 1-related questions. Uh, Zessel, at the time of release... Do you know if Final Fantasy 1 was well received and were there other games like it? If so, what were those games? Um, I'm going to answer the second part first. Um, when <laughs> FF1 launched, um, Square's biggest competitor, Enix at the time, uh, had already released Dragon Quest 3, I believe. And Dragon mm. Quest is a cult phenomenon over in Japan. So when FF1 released, it didn't do too well. Until it came to the east, I mean the west. <laughs> Which way? Switch. <laughs> but um, but Americans picked it up really quickly because it was easier than the Dragon Quest series, and the story it was it appealed to the business mindset of Americans in the eighties, where you can just sit down, play for twenty minutes, save, go about your day. So it did really well in the west, and then that also transferred back into the east. And now, you know, Final Fantasy is a huge thing now. Cool. And Kane, there is apparently a hidden mini game in Final Fantasy One. Yeah. What is it, and why do you think they put this into a game back in the day when you didn't have the internet? And how the <laughs> hell would you have found that? Um. Yeah, the, it's called. Uh, it's the fifteen puzzle. That's actually like a real life puzzle where. Um, you, you try to slide one through fifteen in a box area. It's like they actually have that. Um, if you go on the ship and you hold the confirm button and then press the cancel button a certain amount of times, it depends on the port. Yeah, it's like either twenty-two or thirty times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then th that's how you unlock the game. Um, and how why do they you think that? people knew about it? And like when it was first released, do you think it was something that was put in like a magazine or? or... I, it would have to be because I don't know how someone would randomly figure that out. Just like just hold a button and press another one a bunch of times. Oh, it would make someone think that. that yeah. I, yeah, I feel like they put it somewhere for people to read. You can figure it out. I did that mini game a lot of times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess once you know it, then you're always going to do it. Once, yeah, once and it, it gives you some good stuff in the later parts. Yeah. Like, in the original version, it, it only gives you 100 kill, apparently. <laughs> and then, like, in the newer version, you can actually get a Mega Elixir from it, if you yeah. do it fast enough. Oh, I didn't realize it gave you things. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so, Sue, in Final Fantasy 1, there are automatons, basically robot things, um, do any other Final Fantasies contain anything like those? Well, let me say first, uh, there's only literally, I believe, only one robot in Final Fantasy 1, and that is Death Machine, or as we know now, War Mac. Mm. And let me say it a little bit backwards, the only Final Fantasies that have no mech are 1, uh, 2 and 3, I believe, 5, and Final Fantasy 11. All the rest of them have mech enemies. So... But the Death Machine has like an interesting mystery story, or I don't know if the internet internet made it up. 
but <laughs> yeah i don't know but the death machine has like it's like a little bit um it traveled through a time rift i believe something like that and that's how it got in that age that's interesting yeah, I, I don't believe I. I can't. Really, I found found a story somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know where I got it though." But I know it's something like this. Maybe. It has like a little time rift, and <laughs> that's how it got to that age. So maybe it's in the the Ultimania or something. Yeah, or maybe in the Bestiary on its own. I, yeah, I that's know. true too. Yeah, that's cool though. That's true. Yeah, it's a really interesting story, and so they changed Death Machine to War Mac. So that's how we know Final Fantasy old War Max from now. It's okay. actually really interesting. Yeah, cool. Um, which character classes do you choose for Final Fantasy 1 and why? This question goes to all of you, and we're going to go backwards. So we're going to start with Zessel. So which character classes do you choose in Final Fantasy 1? Everybody that knows me knows I always go Red Mage. Mm. <laughs> Jack of all trades. I'm indecisive as well, so why not portray that within a game? Okay. <laughs> Perfect logic. I like it. Exactly. And suit? Black mage. Unlimited power. Uh, all, all the black ma- all the magic spells. Uh, I mean, you get you get good advantage um, as for for all the spells if you know the weaknesses of the enemy. So yeah, that's that's what I like, pretty much. Okay, and Kane. Um, I usually like warriors and monks. They could do. They could actually do a ton of damage, especially the monk when you uh, you buff them up a little bit. I do See, believe you... monks are actually called the strongest in Final Fantasy One. Actually, I would. Yeah, they pretty much are. Yeah. See, if and they the three use of no you weapons. came together, if you all came together, then you would create the perfect team. Honestly, oh, yeah. Right. You guys basically <laughs> said the team I normally use. <laughs> yeah, then you only need a white mage, and then you're yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You need a white perfect. mage. <laughs> okay, so on to the next one. Um, Kane, in Final Fantasy 1, there's a dungeon that I say Bahamut, which is probably incorrect. That's, um, uh, that's how I say it too. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the Bahamut asks you to enter, but you can ignore it should you choose. What do you get for completing that section? Uh, that section. <laughs> yeah, so what, when um, he tells you to do is like to prove your courage. Um, and you go through the Citadel Trials to do that. So once you do that and you get the item at the end and you show it to him, he'll actually upgrade everyone's classes into a higher form. So like a warrior's going to become a knight, all the mages become wizards, uh, basically that. And once, once they're upgraded, their stats get better, they grow better, um, they can get better equipment, and everyone except the monk, everyone except the monk gets access to better magic than they had before. Cool. Uh, so really, you but like you said, it's totally skippable. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to, right? I'm guessing e- each of you, whenever right. you play through Final Fantasy One, you're all gonna do that bit. Yeah, unless you want to do like a base class challenge, there's no reason not to not to do it. No, exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Zessel. In a Final Fantasy One port, there's the Labyrinth of Time section. Uh, where you have to choose oh. abilities to lose in order to gain more time. What is your strategy for this? Skip if it. If you have one. Skip it! <laughs> <laughs> Best option. <laughs> that is an option. The side content, the, the added content in FF1 is basically post-game, 
Um, or you can do it right before you fight the final boss to get more powerful weapons and stuff. But you're already powerful enough with what you get through the base game. There's unless you're a masochist, there's no sense in doing the added content. It it's worthless to me. Um, well, I mean, with the uh, other trials that are in there, like the uh, what is it called um, the Earth Gift, Hellfire, Life Spring, and Whisperwind. You get good stuff from that. Yeah, you really yeah, like, do. You're already powerful enough throughout the game. Like I beat yeah. Chaos in like four minutes the other night. Yeah, and those other four dungeons are a lot less painful than the Labyrinth of Time. Yeah, true. Okay, so so Sue and Kane, when you play through the game, do you do the Labyrinth of Time section? I uh, attempt. Oh, you can go first. Sorry. No, you can go first, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I attempted it a few times, but then I would get to one floor where, like, either the puzzle just wasn't working or I couldn't do it. So eventually I just gave up on it. It just, yeah, like, like you said, it wasn't even, it's not even worth it. I tried it. I don't remember if I even finished it because it has been <laughs> such a long time. But I do like the other four dungeons, which I just mentioned, because they have uh, cameos of other Final Fantasy bosses. And that's how I got to know already all the bosses from the other Final Fantasy. And I really love them. So, yeah, yeah for, for the Labyrinth of Time, I, I, yeah, like the others said, I don't really recommend it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. The other, I do. The other four were way better designed, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for sure. cool. Um, so on to Final Fantasy 2 questions now. Final Fantasy 2 has a unique leveling system in that it grows your stats based on what your character uses. So Kane, uh, firstly, why do you think they went down this route? And secondly, what was so wrong about it that they never use it again? Uh, yeah, so I was reading a little bit about why I might have done that. Um, I think the kind of why they did it is because since in that game you don't actually get to choose your characters or what they are. Um, they wanted to give you a system to give you at least some kind of choice in what your characters are going to play as. So, like, if you want to just make someone a mage, you can do that, or melee fighter, you can do that. But the issues with it is you can very easily exploit the system with, <laughs> to just grind out all of your stats right away <laughs> if you want to. And then it's, it could be a lot of grinding to do that, to level up every individual stat, and then you have to level up every individual magic spell as well with that system so it just it gets very tedious okay cool um zessel final fantasy 2 has the ask and learn menu when talking to characters that we haven't seen or i don't think we've seen before or since you're welcome to set me right otherwise did you like having a multi-choice option for talking to characters and why do you think they've removed it from later games uh, I'm in the minority here. I kind of like the ask and tell system. Because yeah, you can go halfway through a dungeon and realize, I don't have the proper word. And you got to go back. Yes, that's annoying, but it makes you explore. Um, especially when you get a menu that looks like there could be more words, but there really ain't. Um, so you just want to go out and explore and find the words and then just ask everybody the same question over. Mithril. Mithril. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> um and yeah i a lot of the assets from ff2 won't really used again 
um because people found it annoying and just too different from ff1 so and just people just people annoyed at it, that's why yeah, what what personally would you did you find annoying about Final Fantasy two in comparison to the other ones? Uh punching myself in the face to level up. <laughs> exactly. You could do that, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. That's no, that's how you exploit it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there is that. But yeah. Outside of the combat, I really do like FF two a lot. I like the story. Okay. Um, is that all of my questions on Final Fantasy 2? Because that's not many. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all I have. Make Does anybody no have right any now. more any more points about Final Fantasy 2? Because it seems that we don't have a lot to say on it. <laughs> um, oh, I never played it, so, but I mean, I do think the story is more interactive than one for sure because I watched uh, the, a little bit of the playthrough from the PSP version, I believe, and I do find it more interactive. Like you, instead of like you just choose the characters, now you really have a main character and a party that you can with characters that right. you can choose. So I do think that. Yeah, exactly. They have more personalities right now, so that that is a big change immediately. So I do think that that they did that pretty good, to be honest. As I say, um, of all the things they added to both of these games, I think the Soul Rebirth was the best thing they added because it's like it actually gives extra story and like a little bit more resolution to the the characters that that you lose throughout the game. And what's the Soul Rebirth extra bit, just for people like me? Um, it's like an extra story where you get to play as like four of the characters that die throughout the game. Ah, oh, yes. And um, yeah. they're actually like in an afterlife, and you see how what they go through, and they actually try they actually help the main characters uh, stop the emperor. And did you like that? Did you like that as an extra thing? Just yeah, I thought that was really good. It was a it was a great addition. Zessel, have you played that bit? Soul Rebirth. Um, I played the NES FF2 ROM hack. Oh. Translated. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> That's where my knowledge comes from. But we're forgetting a big point here. The best part of FF2, guy being able to speak Beaver. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, no I way. speak Beaver. That is the best part. <laughs> I speak Beaver. How do we forget that? Now that's the other oh. thing. Didn't beavers become Moogles eventually? Yes, more or do less. We, yeah. Do we know which oh, Final wow. Fantasy it is where Moogles come in and beavers are no more? Um, I think Part Three is where Moogles first show up. Yeah, three. At least in the in the three D remake. I'm, I think they're yeah. in the original. I, I don't remember them in the NES ROM hack. Well, okay. Either. Yeah, I could be wrong. About that. <laughs> I, I don't pick up. Mo- I don't remember Moogles until five, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember them really showing up in four either. Okay. I do think five. Yeah. I I did yeah. find it interesting because I I watched through all the games and and how they had like these beavers walking around and I was just thinking where are the Moogles and then I looked into it and I was like oh the beavers were the original thing because the these oh, early wow. Final Fantasy games. <laughs> Have more Three. sort of had they have <laughs> thanks Cecil uh, they have more <laughs> real like 
it's it's a lot more sort of Dungeons and Dragons for one, obviously. Yeah. Um, and they have things like um, zombies and just your typical monsters that eventually in later games become completely different named things and more of a monster monster rather than this is just the undead. And, you know, beavers being, it's just a beaver. We know what a beaver is. <laughs> and then later on, it's a moogle. What the hell's one of them? And yes. I just thought it was really interesting how the early games were quite, not realistic, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they used more yeah. realistic animals and inspiration. Yeah. 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 I never even thought about that. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so now we'll move on to Final Fantasy III with Suit. Final Fantasy III is the first one to have summons. Which one? Uh, which ones does it have, and do you use them? Did the original Final Fantasy III have summons? Firstly, do we know that? I believe so. Yeah, I believe yeah. Always yeah. Did. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, which ones does it have, and do you use them when you play it through suit? Uh, it has Chocobo, Shiva, Ramu, Ifrit, uh, Titan, Odin, Leviathan, and Bahamut. And I would use them, definitely, because I do believe Type Advantage was already in free, I believe. So you could definitely use, like, against plants, you could use Ifrit to do more fire damage and stuff. But the most I would recommend is, of course, Bahamut, because I do believe Mega Flare is neutral damage, so it would damage everything, no matter what. Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, it's also, it's like the Lord of Dragons. It's It's the most powerful thing ever. So I would definitely use it. Plus, as we know, uh, Ramu, Ifrit, and Shiva are probably the most iconic summons as well. Because they are the most used of them all. Yep. I've always known those ones. Uh, yeah, I because... Find it... uh, oh... Go on. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> in... Um, what is it called? Um, with the chibis... Oh, what is it called? The Final Fantasy what? one. Uh... Oh, what was it? Oh, what were you asking? That one. Yeah, exactly that one. Yeah, World of, yeah. World of Final Fantasy. Yeah, World of Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Because those are the first three summons as well that show up, so you do know that's the most iconic one as well. Right. Even in thirteen, we have Shiva that uh, shows up uh, first as well. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of them kind of throw them out, unfortunately. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll move on from that. Um, yeah. So, uh, Zessel, Final Fantasy III introduces the job system, giving characters the option to jump or steal. Was this a breakthrough move for Square Enix, and how did it change up the combat, if at all? Um, it allowed a whole lot more strategy in combat, um, and it allowed it allowed better flow in combat, because in Final Fantasy One and Two, you would go... You would select all your commands, and then the enemies would go. Now, with stuff like jump, you skip a turn. So, it changed the dynamic of the battle, and it was like that before the ATB came around. Um, and just being able to choose classes and just have all Dragoons or all Red Mages, that's, that's, that's a fun classes. time for me. <laughs> yeah, I like the four tank a lot. <laughs> but yes. I, okay. The class system was revolutionary, even if it was forced in some areas. Mm. Yeah, okay. So, um, 
moving on sort of to that Kane, how many jobs are there in Final Fantasy 3 and do you always collect them all? Yeah, there, there's if you include the one that everyone starts off with, um, there's 23 classes total. Then mm-hmm. you get them, you get most of them throughout the, just by completing the story. Um, you can unlock the Onion Knight through like a little side quest that they added in the remake. Right. But um, yeah, and then I would get them all just to, just for completion purposes, even if I didn't use them. Okay, so so which are the ones? Maybe I'll ask this to the other two. Uh, which are the the jobs that you wouldn't bother collecting, if there are any? Do you know? Oh, that's a good question. Because I don't know all the classes that are in there. I think they're all forced uh, on you. They're all what? I think they're all forced on you throughout story. Yeah, oh, well, you can choose to get Onion Knight or not. Oh, well, I mean, Onion Knight is very worth it. Well, if you want to try that. In the S version, uh, you start off as Onion Knight. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. You yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they changed that, though. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they wanted Onion to make Knight. it a special thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because uh, in the remake, the DS and mobile remakes in Steam version, I believe, uh, the Onion Knight, he's the master of all jobs. So you got to master all the other jobs first, and then you got to master Onion Knight for it to be utilized properly. Yeah, true. So, the biggest like investment job for a player. Yeah, I, I would invest at least in Sage job to get summons, because or else I cannot summon anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no Bard. No Bard. <laughs> I mean Bards. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. Okay, Bards are really useful. Okay, just yeah. no, no. This is this is like a Dungeons and Dragons type of thing. Okay, <laughs> like Bards can be so useful, and that Bards can be really useful as well in Final Fantasy Three. You just gotta learn how to use them. That's Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. maybe some player uses only Bards and he wrecks all the shit. You know. <laughs> I would love I mean, to see they that. Got, they're, they're <laughs> they, they boost stats. They got a spot. Just They just don't carry well throughout the rest of the series. Yeah, uh, true. <laughs> cough, cough. <four>. True. <laughs> yeah, Edward. Poor Edward. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that that's interesting. Um, which, so, okay. I think this is what I've asked for Final Fantasy 1, so I'm asking it again, and I'm sure I'll get the same response. Which character classes do you choose for Final Fantasy 3, and why? Is it the same method as Final Fantasy 1? That goes to everybody. We'll start with Kane. Oh, uh, Dragoon. Easy. <laughs> okay, and, and why... why yeah. Yeah, so it came oh. into 3. So Yeah, why... the Zero Boss were... Um, if you, beat, if you make your entire team Dragoons, like they do extra damage to the boss. From jump. Oh wow. See, that is why. I see. Yeah. Okay. And Sue? Uh I would go for Sage. Definitely just all the summons, <laughs> wreck everything. <laughs> okay. And Zessel. Red Mage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, come by it. <laughs> They're terrible in three, but Red Mage. That's that's not the, that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. So what makes them terrible in three? They just get locked out mid-game. Okay. They can't learn to hire stuff yeah. as, you know, your white mages and black mages, and they're not as strong as your warriors, but 
Jack of all trades. But you you just love them <laughs> and you will con continue to use them anyway. I love them because they're special. Okay. Just like me. <laughs> okay. I was just about to say, you're a special too. <laughs> yes. We okay. all are. Um, Final Fantasy 3 actually introduces uh, Mini in situations. Mini, not my cat. Mini. Um, <laughs> as well as Toad as well. So it's got Mini in it to shrink down to enter some places. I think there's a couple places actually. And then Toad to enter a lake. Suit. Has this been done in any other Final Fantasies? And if so, which ones? I don't believe they have, like, for environment use, I don't believe they have used it for any other game. At least not that I could find. And I find it actually a pity, because I would love to use that. Because, one, you could learn to explore more, uh, explore more um, and get more secrets. Like, you really have, like, more use of the map. And that's what I find a pity, actually, because I would love to do that, not just use it in battle. I, I find it really, actually honestly a shame. To it's be interesting, honest, isn't it? Yeah, I, I wonder why they didn't more. put it into any any other ones. You know, why do we know or have any idea why they might not have wanted to implement it again in, in any? I don't think they want to. I, I don't. To be honest, I I don't know the answer. This might sound like a harsh answer, but I don't think they like want to bother like to. Hmm implement that all those kind of things one day like you know our map is going to be huge anyway like they can explore a lot of things so why implement that i don't know if that is the reason but it kind of feels like that you know that could be true <laughs> can i rebuttal that okay um oh i'm gonna rebuttal what he said with the minion frog there are points in the game where you're forced to be a certain class, especially early game, you have mm -hmm. to be a white mm -hmm. mage to mini, or you buy a uh, what's the item called? Door spread? No, that's map. Uh, so you got to change your class if you don't want to run a white mage. You got to be a white mage. If they would have implemented where you know a certain spells could be used by every class, just for the world map, that would have been better. But yeah, I don't. I don't want to trade Makes out sense. my level. You know. My level 15 warrior, I have to go grind four or five battles to get over a class sickness, to use mini, to go into a tunnel, to use mini again, uh, and change back that. to a knight and fight four or five more battles to get out of class sickness. Yeah. That, it was that, if you're always forced for something, I always hate that. Yeah. Like, like you said, like let me use my 20 level 20 warrior not to use it like on my level one white mage that can probably die instantly. Like, no, I don't <laughs> want that. Exactly. But what what Gomez said, it does open. It does utilize the map a whole lot more. You know, mm. you got this huge map. All of a sudden, you're going to a dragon statue that's like yay big on the map, but it's got a whole other sub map to it, and it's like a yeah. thirty minute dungeon, and you fight the cutest monster ever in a Final Fantasy, a rat. <laughs> fiercest boss ever and it killed you <laughs> I am the rat king <laughs> <laughs> stabity stab of my level 15 warrior one damage one damage 50 rat <laughs> okay so 
Um, yeah, so I mean, we're we're all in agreement then that Final Fantasy should should reintroduce these things and listen to us. As, as long as they don't put in the the character or class restrictions also with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. But I, I, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind if they like reintroduce something else as well. Like with fifteen, like you can put up a tent anywhere. Like it, the tent is not an item that is like um, restricted. Yeah. Like, like introduce something like that. Like make it a little bit different. <clears throat> At least I would love to see that. Um so I just want to add to chat uh you guys in chat there. As you can see, Tomato has asked us many questions. You guys can yeah. all <laughs> redeem questions. All you have to do is just go into the channel points and you'll see that I've just got it for a low 50 points, which you should probably all have straight away, I think. Um, so just ask a question that way, and then at the last in the last ten minutes of the stream, we'll be asking these guys um, if there's anybody that you want to aim the question at specifically. You can also put that into the question, just so I know who to aim it at. Okay, so uh, one more question specifically on three. Kane, could you break down the major differences between three and the remake of it? Yeah. The, um... The biggest difference is the main characters. Because in the original, they were just nameless uh, kids, like in Final Fantasy 1. So for the remake, they actually made them four individual characters with names and backstories and personalities and everything. Yeah. Um, they overhauled the job system completely to make more classes useful throughout the game. Um, it added a, co- a couple of new abilities. Um, they changed the default job to Freelancer instead of Onion Knight. And they added a a magnet system to the game, kind of like nine, but not. It wasn't exactly like that one, because um, in the DS you can actually send mail to friends, and that that was actually how you got the onionite job and some of the other side quests for later. See. Um, and then throughout the game, when you get guests, now in the remake, they'll help. They'll jump in in the middle of the battle and try to help you out sometimes. And I mean that was the main. That's all the main stuff. Besides, obviously the the graphical overhaul as well. Yeah, because that that was quite an overhaul. Um, <laughs> okay, so now we're going back into some more general questions. These are our last few questions uh, that I've got pre-written. So guys, get your questions in if you've got any. Uh, suit. What are some of the weapons in these early games that have continued to be used throughout the Final Fantasy series? There's a lot. Because for the, <laughs> there's a lot because for the styles like iron, uh, stone or rapiers, all of those have continued on through the ages. <clears throat> but for the special weapons like rapier, rim, uh, worm killer, rune blade, sun blade, uh, Excalibur, Ultima weapon, Masamune defender, all of those things have also pretty much continued on. I don't know if they appeared in all Final Fantasies, but at least most of them did. So it, it is a lot to cover there because <laughs> you will have a big list that will probably fill the entire room if you want to have all of those. So did they have those in the first Final Fantasy? Uh, at least Excalibur and Masamune, Defender, they did. I don't know. I can't remember of the Sunblade, though. I think Sunblade was, too. Yeah, yeah I believe so, yeah. Uh, Ultimate Weapon was added to the, to the ports later. Yeah, at least in the remake they had Sunblade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if Volt, oh sorry, Cecil, go on. I was just saying, like the weapons we know now were named totally different in the NES version. 
That's true too, yeah, because they had yeah. smaller character restrictions, so they had to abbreviate all the names for everything. That and the uh, religious stuff. But I, yeah. but I do think with the weapons, uh, it is also quite handy that you keep it the same, because you know when you've played 1, 2, and 3, or a little bit in the early stages, you know what weapons you might buy later on for the game, or something like that, you know, like you will know the sword fire brand, ice brand, all of those things. You will know those weapons, and you know they are useful. So I do think it's quite handy to have that, to be honest. It's just interesting. The reason I was asking about if it's in the first one, because it's interesting that they maybe they found what they wanted right from the start and they've just kept it running. Or like mm. the Excalibur is so well known that it's just a, it's a thing that we all know yeah. we're meant to get. <laughs> No matter what, no matter what game we're playing now. Correct. Um, okay, so uh, what's my next question? Zessel, what are the most frustrating things about oh, these God, early so games? <laughs> uh, as some of y'all know, I just got done playing through FF1 again. Uh, so I did the PSP like version the for the first time. Oh. Late game. So the, the games themselves are actually small in comparison to modern day games. You know, you can beat FF1 in about 10 hours if you know what you're doing. <laughs> and, but if you take away all the trickery they do, you could, it's probably a four or five hour game, but they'll log certain sections out and you just go back and forth around uh, every two steps you're in combat. Back in the day, that was fine because that's all we knew, but now it is just. It's just a slog fest. You're just come on, spamming that A button, spamming that A button. You don't even have to use magic no more. You just shanky shanky stabity stabity, and yeah, that's that's my biggest problem. But it's understandable that in you know sometimes the game doesn't tell you the right way to go. So you get yeah, locked, really they, they don't guide you very well in the older ones. No, yeah. I like that, even, and I also don't like it. <laughs> even in the PSP version, I had no idea where to go. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a good feature until you get lost, and then you hate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I do love. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Go on. Okay, uh, but I do love how you just have no idea where to go because you will learn how to explore all the maps. Yeah. And you will get always benefits of that. So I do like that in a way. Because also with Dark Souls, it is the same concept. You have no idea where to go, but you'll just run with it anyway. And you will expo explore everything. It's the, same, it's the same thing. And I like that, to be honest. Final mm. Fantasy 1 to 3 and 9 have many similarities. Are you able to talk through a few of them, and why do you think Nine brought them back? Uh, I do think I think um, they. It may sound weird, but I do think they wanted to go back to their own old roots, because Nine has a little bit of the same age as One. So, because Seven and Eight are more futuristic, and Nine has become like this old age again. So I do think, like, you know, we need to make our little game, like, in a 3D, but, like, in the age where we began. And I do, because we know more of 9 than 8, for example. Because 7 was, like, this first 3D, because that is why we know so much of it. 
but eight, I I don't know much of it. I know more of nine because a lot of people will talk more about it. So I do think like a, a lot of people like it more that they went back to the old thing because you can also hear like similarities sometimes with the music and also with uh, I do think the battle system is a little bit more like the old one except of course for the uh, uh, for the gauge for the timed yeah for the but I yeah and also with the I researched this actually also with the like the tent and uh, tent animation. They are excluded except for one and um, four or five. Um, oh, sorry. Let me say it this way. That are excluded are two, three, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. All of the others have 10 animations. So I do think they wanted really to get back to some of their old things. Uh, also with characters as well for the same thing. It... it it, uh, you see characters uh, that are recurring everywhere. And even when certain names don't pop up, like in your brain, you're like, this name sounds familiar. All right, this is cool. <laughs> you know, all the all the kind of stuff. I, I really like it because uh, I did not play 9 for the end, but I mean, I've seen you play it a lot. And you can definitely tell that um, there were a lot of similarities. Like you said, there were so many. And I do think it's like a little bit too much to name all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically the whole game, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else got any more to say on, on the similarities with Nine? Uh, yeah, nine. Nine just has a lot of similarities from not even one, two, and three, four, five, and six, seven, and eight as well. Um, nine is just a gift to the players. And if it was for one, two, and three, we would have never got nine. No. So I, I concur with that. Plus that Cornelia, pay attention to nine. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, there's there's relics in nine as well that pay homage to one, like Un's mirror in nine. You have to talk to Un to uh enter um Elf not Elfheim, whatever. A village that doesn't speak English. There we go. Moving on. Finia. Yeah, Lufinia, there we go. <laughs> Kane's got my back. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just for Kane. This just works out great. Yeah. Yeah, I think um like they said, nine's basically supposed to be a love letter to everything that came before it, so that's why they want to bring back they wanted to bring back everything from the first eight games into this one. I wanna play nine now. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. <laughs> Um, okay, so which characters are in these early games and feature again in, well, I mean, this kind of, this is kind of answering something already, but, so, which characters are in 1, 2, and 3 that repeat again in later Final Fantasies, bosses as well as heroes? Just say some names for us. This goes to everybody. Tiamat. Tiamat. Yeah, Tiamat, the Garland, the Four Fiends, all of them come back. Boon, um, um, Gilgamesh, everything. Yeah, goblins. <laughs> Gilgamesh. <laughs> well, I mean, Gilgamesh is in like for the PSP version, so that's uh, yeah. I... They did they did add him retroactively. Really? Like that counts. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, he's in one of those uh, those uh, new dungeons, the dinosaur yeah. dungeons. The four yeah. fades. Um, town, town names, village names. 
<laughs> yeah, right, royalty right. lines. Uh, <laughs> Warrior of Light, Sarah Garland, Firion, and Refia, they're all in World of Final Fantasy. Well, not only that, but also like the Warriors of Light as well is a thing yeah. that I believe goes on till four or, or five, I believe. Uh, yeah, and bring it back in like in the MMOs as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got the Warriors of Darkness in three as well that reappear That's later. True. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. And you got the Dawn Warriors. Oh, never mind. That's wrong game. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, ahead of myself. They have there's a Matoya in fourteen also. Yes. Matoya um, and uh Oh, what were you saying? Oh no, no, no. I, I was agreeing Matoya, yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about her. <laughs> <laughs> there's um there's kind of a little easter egg thing with Rickard from 2 I, I forgot where they said it but like apparently his son's name is Kane <laughs> in the game and then in Final oh. Fantasy 4 Kane's dad's name is Rickard yeah there's continuity there um I believe 2 and 4 are in the same universe it could be that's, yeah. that's, that would be one of the things to argue for that it's for sure a Z theory <laughs> game theory okay oh, so Master gave a good point too and Kingdom then obviously they have, they have those um true they have the mobile final fantasies that bring a, a lot of the characters back as well like gregory yeah. keeper and opera yeah. omnia yeah I, I, I never got into those mobile games too much though which is a shame because some of them are really good opera omnia oh, is yeah, really good Dimensions i recommend that great. one um, yeah, so yeah, Fenmeister has written Kingdom Hearts has Warriors of Light and Darkness too. Correct. Another. Seven Warriors of Light, 13 Darknesses. So, yeah, totally. um, our last written question if any of you guys in chat want to add, I know we've got quite a few questions, but we might be answering it now. Um, but if you've got any more questions, feel free to chuck them our way in chat. Um, if you could pick four heroes, just four heroes from one to three and two bosses, which would you choose and why? We will start with Kane. Oh, okay. So heroes, I'll pick Rickard from two, the Red Mage from one, uh, Furion from two, and then Ingus from three. So you can probably get pretty good, pretty well balanced party with that. And for bosses, uh, I picked Garland and Zande. Um, I'd really like Garland because of the the Sadia games that came out. They fleshed him out a lot, and he's one of my favorite villains now. Yeah. And Zande actually has a kind of similar goal to him, where they both just don't want to die. They want to live eternally, one way or another. So I think they make a pretty good combo. Cool. Uh, suit. I would uh, pick uh, as well Ferian from Final Fantasy 2, definitely. I would pick, and the rest I would actually play, pick uh, Black Mage, White Mage, and Monk from Final <laughs> Fantasy 1. Nice. <laughs> and your bosses? Two bosses? Uh, Chaos, Chaos and Emperor, definitely. Oh, God, yes. Okay. Which Chaos one, is which Garland in the end, so. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Spoilers. <laughs> Oh my god, for a game that came out like 30 oh. years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was almost going to say for villains, uh, Garland and Chaos, but that, I was like, wait, they're the same person. They're the same. <laughs> okay. Um, and Zessel, what about you? What's your, your four and your two? Um, I'll probably go Guy, because he can speak Beaver. <laughs> um, nice. Maria, 
because you know everybody gives her a bow at least i do uh red mage and probably you know an oracle or something from a ff3 summoner mm-hmm. and, your and uh, for my does warmack count as a boss because he's fun to fight he's a boss he a boss. boss. i mean he's a random encounter well, I mean, he's like, def, def, he's like a hidden super boss, so I'd say it, it counts. Okay, I mean, Warmech the, the, and uh, Emperor. Or Cloud of nice. Darkness. Either one. Either one. Cool. <laughs> cool. Which one, just to remind me, which one uh, Emperor is from? Two. Two. Right. Cool. All right, cool. I am now going through. We've got a lovely pile of questions. <laughs> Some of them we may have actually answered at this point, so I just want to mm -hmm. check through. Tomato asked quite a few at the start. Um, <laughs> his first question was, uh, which Final Fantasy class is best and why is it Blue Mage? <laughs> Blue Mage is garbage. Well, unfortunately, they don't exist in the first three games. <laughs> they don't, because they're garbage. Which Final yeah, Fantasy I, did I start never liked in? Blue Mages either. <laughs> Same. Um, they started in five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he, he's also asked. <laughs> he, he also. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, bless him. Um, he's been playing Final Fantasy fourteen today, guys. He's he's yeah, I saw. He's well into oh, nice. that. Um, so, would you support a full budget Final Fantasy seven remake style of Final Fantasy one? Uh, oh, there's yes, mixed, 100%. mixed responses, uh, with, with, though. With 7R uh, combat or still ATB-based no. combat? I think I can... it's mean like just the giant overhaul like they did just, for 7. Yeah, exactly. Just a nice Like the graphical remake. overhaul? Yeah, yes. keep the combat. Graphical, the gameplay, every, everything. Just don't I mean, touch my combat system. Go back no. to the charge-based system of the NES. <laughs> Make it hard. Uh, for graphic overhaul, I would definitely want that. For combat-wise, yeah, yeah. I do love the combat style from Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I find it harder for strategy-wise, so I would love to go have, like, the one combat system. Have the classic again. Yeah, yeah I would love for them to flesh out the story of everyone, like Garland and the actual characters yeah. you play as. Yeah. Definitely. That'd be great. Roaming enemies, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, and also because yeah. D has become uh such a big thing again now i feel like they actually could get away with remaking final fantasy one um and it would actually gain a huge audience more than ever maybe definitely i'd immediately buy it yeah, yeah. me too take my yeah. money yep i would totally take my money that. exactly yeah <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> okay, so um, I think there's a Plues question that I meant to ignore. He's just play he's playing. He's playing against Tomato. Um, tomato, tomato, I'm sorry. I don't know which question that was in relation to. He said, why did Bethesda steal their level up system? Whose level up system did Bethesda steal? Any Final Fantasy? I hope not twos. <laughs> <laughs> Game level. I mean, Two. didn't Oblivion <laughs> have that? Did it? Kind of. I guess, kind of. So you could yeah. Distribute your stats, right? Yep. Um. So the next question, I think we've answered everybody's favorite boss slash enemy. I mean, you haven't really answered your exact favorite, but you've sort of said 
It was Garland, Garland, and then who did Zessel hey. say? War Mag. War Mag. Or War Machine, yeah. Is that no, everyone... War Mag. War Mag, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Death Machine, War Mag. It is all the same. My nightmare. Killer Robot. <laughs> okay. Um, Super Kalen has said, which boss mechanic is the biggest pain in the butt from one to three? It's got to be the final bosses. Every all the other ones are just. Oh, he's yeah. water or, lightning. Correct. So, or the or the Ryan three, since you have to be mini in that fight. Yeah. I would definitely go for my most pen in the ass was chaos for sure, because all the other bosses are oh, like yeah, you said, type advantage, yeah, easy done, <laughs> and chaos just wrecked me easy. I was like. <laughs> Okay, yeah, this is final boss worthy. Definitely. Chaos is going to throw everything like at you. <laughs> yeah, let's go with chaos. that one. That, that's a good answer. Because Chaos, mid fight, he go, hey, screw you. I'm going to fully heal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you down to 19,000. Down 19,000 HP. You got 1,000 to go. I'm about to kill you. Oh, full heal. Great. <laughs> Another 20 minutes of my life. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> okay. And uh... it's gone. <laughs> So, um, Supercool has asked, how do you feel about the ultimate black magic spells across one to three, AKA Meteor, Ultima, etc.? How do you feel about those? Any They're too opinion? expensive. Awesome. They're too expensive. Like yeah. That is <laughs> not, not in two. <laughs> well, in two, you go and find them, but in one, yeah. you buy holy and you buy, um, Oh, you mean expensive, like cost, like yeah, money wise, 500,000 <laughs> gold or something. Yeah, and they're e- you got to fight him into town. Like I, I missed his obvious white, uh, white magic store. I was like, where is this white magic spell at? It's right there. Yeah, like so, I think I think Flare and Holy were like in a little hidden yeah, section in the town to, yeah. to buy those. Yeah, my chat will understand. I had a, it was like talk to that tree. <laughs> you don't have to talk to Which the tree. of the one hundred. Sure, yeah, I'll talk to the tree. It, it's in the uh, the non English town. I forgot the name again. <laughs> Lufinian. What um Count Bahamut is an ultimate spell for three. Uh, technically, yeah, Mega Flare. Yeah, yeah. right, Mega Flare. Make that was pre- that one's pretty awesome. Okay. Ultima cool. for me for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Ultima or Mega Flare. Which... Wonderful. Can I make a side note there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the ultimate spells into I, I can't remember. It's like Flare or Meteor. Uh, two has yeah. Ultima. Yeah. As soon as I think, you I think it has Flare and Meteor, it's yeah, useless. Flare. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as yeah. you have so, what, it's useless. Uh, if uh, I think it's Ultima, if I remember correctly, if you because le- your spells level from one to twenty. Once you get it past level eighteen, it loses. I mean, it goes from AOE to single target. So know. it's almost useless. Well, good for Emperor still, I guess. Uh, yeah, good for Emperor. Not, good for yeah, Emperor. not so much random battles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Fenmeister has said, if anyone played through the PSP Dissidia games, have those characterizations of one to three heroes and villains affected the way you engage with the characters of the original games? Yes, a lot. <laughs> In what way has it um, affected you? Well, they, they like literally made a complete character out of Warrior of Light for the Dissidia games from a blank slate. 
And they made him a pretty good character, and they fleshed out Garland a lot in that game too. Yeah. Um, they do a good bit for for Firion and and uh, Emperor, I think as well. But also for Darkness and Unite is also really good, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah, and they give they give Unite a character as well since he didn't have one in the original. Yep. But so yeah, it definitely made me like all those characters a lot more in the Dissidia games. I love the Cydia so much. It's yeah, me too. Game. Oh, <laughs> never played it. Oh, oh you, you should one day. Yeah, yeah. Play, play Dual Destiny one day. It has the first and second game in it. Yeah, I don't I play NT though. <laughs> is it really just a fighting game, right? It really is a Basically. fighting game, but, but it also has a little bit of strategy as well. Yeah, like, and it, uh, it has RPG elements in it too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I gotta look at that. Really fun, yeah. Yeah, my so record good. in one blow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tomato asked another question: What class combo cheeses three? Do you know? Do you know what? Probably like when I ninjas what, and what sages. Yeah, yeah. Those like yeah. those okay. are like the strongest, considered the strongest classes in that game. Dual wielding dragoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had one of those in my playthrough. Jumping Ninja, I believe, is a thing. Was it? I don't think so. I no, because you can't, you can't mix job abilities in three. Am I getting confused with five again? Probably. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if I think you have a jumping ninja, for sure. Okay. Yeah, cool. that's it. Cecil, you look so out of this world yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm trying to think. My, my three knowledge is dead, dude. And, like, I played some of the remake. Um... Months ago, my core knowledge lies in, you know, 10-year-old Zessel discovering ROMs and emulators in uh, <laughs> Japanese transla- uh, English translations. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the last time I played free was, like, on the re- original DS. So that was <laughs> ages ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I got... I actually just got through, like, a little over a year ago. I think a year and a half ago. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. Nice. Well... Hopefully you can remember option. some of this for this next question. Bobo Mojo oh, no. asked, uh, favorite story element from one, two, or three? If you have a favorite story element from one of them. Um, oh. I think the, the ending twist of one would, you see what Garland's yeah. plan was the entire time. Yeah. I think that was a pretty cool twist to have and just came out of nowhere. Yep. I remember that I, very clearly. Oh, that yeah. Was so <laughs> Because I saw Garland at the shrine, I was like, "I killed you! What are you doing here?" Yeah. What? He, exp- he explains the entire game to you, basically, what just yeah. happened. Yeah, which is a very loose time traveling story. My right. favorite story is FF One. When you find out, it's not just fantasy; it's technological. Because when you get to um, uh, oh, when you get to the Mirage Tower and you. You uh you go up into the sky and it's technology. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, all so the you fight and stuff. Eyes, um you fight a bunch of floating eyes that No. But uh yeah, you gotta find <laughs> so... you, that's your key. Um yeah, it's right, yeah. It goes it goes weirdly from fantasy to sci fi ish to kinda explain how you know the time travel happened, then it goes yeah. back to fantasy, and they explain time travel as, it's magic from a crystal, so the story yeah. kind of flops there, but I like it. 
Well, I mean, that's how Death Machine comes. That's how Death Machine yeah. comes in the world of uh, Final Fantasy One. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Took me an hour to find them. Sad. Okay, right. We've got one more question, guys. Um, from Fenmeister again. Uh, I love listening to this as a podcast as I play Final Fantasy games, especially when grinding. Do any of you have podcasts or streams that you like to listen to while you play some of these older Final Fantasy games? Well, this one. Or, for sure. <laughs> yeah, this one. <laughs> but uh, specific streams... Oh, man. I have no idea. <laughs> Basically, any suggestions? I mean, these these three guys here, they, they all stream Final Fantasy. Well, so you haven't streamed a Final Fantasy yet, have you? No, That's I have not yet. Not yet. I am planning <laughs> on doing the challenge for Final Fantasy IX with the jump rope. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, I luck. do want to talk to you after this, Sue. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a proposition for you. But, uh, All right. All right. Sure. Does anybody have know any other Final Fantasy podcasts by any chance? Uh, there's no. this cool one by this really awesome chick called H-Bomb. I don't know if y'all know about it. <laughs> I've heard I about her. I've heard of that one, yeah. 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 Thank you very much. Um, I actually remembered my question from earlier that I'd completely forgotten, uh, and then I wrote it down. Uh, so I have a question for you guys. Uh, do you use walkthroughs for any of these three? <laughs> I'm assuming you must use walkthroughs. All um. right. To be honest, uh, for the very first one, I have not used any, except for when I wanted to get every other weapon. That's when I used walkthroughs. But for the very first one, no, I did not use any walkthroughs. The um, if you're part of my Discord, you can go through my pictures. The NES version came with a full blown walkthrough with with the oh. cart, a full blown map of everything, and and like Nintendo Power put stuff out. It has like wow. enemy stats and oh, stuff wow. like that, the bosses. So that was great. Um, if you consider looking at a map a walkthrough, yeah, I use I, I use walkthroughs um, with FF1 because you can get lost because the tiles looks look 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 the same. You get confused yeah. easy. Yeah, especially but, in the original version. Especially in the original, yeah. But yeah. for like for like Fantasy Twelve, because I want to complete everything in that game, and I did. I used the walkthrough because <laughs> oh, yeah. there are so Epic. many yeah. quests in the game. There's so <laughs> many side quests in Twelve. It's yeah, it's so excessive. Elite it... marks, hunt marks. Oh. You forget the story by the time you finish all the side quests. Yeah, but uh, yeah, one and two are the only games I'd use anything remotely close to a walkthrough on. Everything else I have committed to memory. <laughs> I was kind of use them to like make sure I'm not forgetting any side quests or anything like that, or if I just get completely lost somewhere. So, so the reason I was asking it is because, um, like those early games, like the original-ish versions, not the the big three remake, but the original-ish versions of them. Um, I personally wouldn't have a clue where to go when. So I would definitely use walkthroughs. So that's why I was wondering if you guys would find yourself stuck the first time of playing that game 
or actually were fine all the way through and knew, knew what you were up to? I, I, because I did not use any walkthroughs for fun, I was definitely stuck, but I was literally talking to myself like, all right, I want to try to do this one. Now the walkthrough, I would just go everywhere. I don't care. Just go everywhere and talk to everyone. And, you know, then you'll get there. So, <laughs> I mean, in one, there, there's most definitely a lot of points. Like I mentioned earlier, the fairy quest uh, is literally you got to find a single tile on the whole entire world map. And you can walk around that tile like I did and just like, I know it's here. Where's it at? And then I was I got frustrated. I was about yeah. to end the stream and I stepped on it. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, I remember because it's like you know, a little hidden area in the desert, right? Yeah. And it's part of the story because you need it for the Oxio. And, there was, and does um, that move or is it always in the one square? It's always in the same spot, always. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah uh, there was a part and... in, in Final Fantasy 3, um, when you first get the airship I was flying around, there's this area you're not supposed to go to yet until you get these other items first, which so I, I didn't realize. So I was flying <laughs> through it, and then I just died. <laughs> and I lost, no. like, yeah, and I lost like a half hour of progress. <laughs> oh, dude. That sounds like an FF2. Do these original... Uh... Um, do these original... Final Fantasy games have a hundred percent completion possibilities, or is it not that they're not implemented yet? Does anybody not know? Really. No, there, yeah, there's no way of tracking I mean, them unless you're tracking no. it yourself. Unless but you know it's possible. Is, no. Oh, it's not even possible in FF4. You can't get all the spells. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, because um, yeah, because there's yeah, four spells. Yeah, you only get three slots per spell level in one yeah. and three. Okay, cool. Well, I think we've got all of our questions done. Uh, if you really? guys feel, do you feel like you've got any bits that you didn't get to talk about out of one, two, and three? Any extra bits you want to say about the games? Well, well, uh, yeah, I would love to actually for the for, for the uh, four extra dungeons. What did you guys think about? Uh, the little plot twist that other bosses from the other Final Fantasy games showed up. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That they yeah, kind of threw in their slightly threw in their mechanics as well into the games. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty rad skipping it. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> I played them way back. I, I was not about to do this and just on stream and just be like, Hey guys, I gotta grind a ninety nine because I can't beat Cerberus. No, those those dungeons are not nearly that hard. That's only no. you can so get through them. That's the only monster I remember. <laughs> or Gilgi. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I, mean, I was slightly disappointed because um you fight the Phantom Train from six. Yeah. So I for out of curiosity, I wanted to see if I could Phoenix down and one shot it, but then I found that you can't even target him for with healing <laughs> items. Nope. It's <laughs> so a shame sad. you couldn't suplex them though. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Give them a suplex for one. Anybody else got anything extra that they want to throw in? Um, I feel that they haven't had a chance to talk about. Well, that I gotta say is, if you want a challenge, play FF1 on the NES. You, you'll find yourself challenged and dead a lot. <laughs> I believe that right away. But also play Dragon Quest 1. Do that. Dude, I just beat Dragon Quest 1 yeah. the other day on my Switch. I loved it. It <laughs> is a challenge as well. Like, holy I got a perfect shit. save file on it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm just glad in um, okay. I'm just glad in Final Fantasy three they took out that system of the job sickness that he called it when um you st- you switched classes in later games. Yeah, job I really hated that system. Was bad. Yeah, it was a bad bad system. Yeah. So that was something in one of the originals that they then took out in the remake. No, it, they kept it in the remake. Oh, right. But um, yeah. but like in later oh, games really where you, they had a job system, they took that mechanic out of it. I see. I see. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, now we're gonna say goodbye for the night. So I'm just gonna let each of you guys that have been on this evening. Uh, talk a bit about yourself uh, and then we will be off so thank you everybody in chat and thank you to my guests this evening we have had Kane, Sue and Zessel um, Kane, when do you stream and where? I normally stream uh, Monday, Thursday and Saturday starting at around 10, 10 o'clock EST PM um, I'm actually going to start streaming uh, Final Fantasy 15 pretty soon Oh, nice! And and usually, mostly, I'll stream here. Uh, every once in a while, I'll stream on YouTube as well. Cool. And, and yes, <laughs> uh, I uh, usually stream. Well, to be honest, when I feel like it, because I don't always want to stream like constantly. Because uh, also with work and stuff, because I have that during the day, and not always I can do it in the evening. So mostly, I have weeks like I do stream the whole week. So it, it really depends, but I will let everyone always know on Twitter sometimes. So, but I usually stream card games, but uh, also a lot of RPGs as well. So, I mean, I actually also want to do like um, a schedule, like for maybe like anime games or like RG RPGs, you know, and have like a certain schedule for that pretty soon. Oh, there it went. <laughs> Your bot died on you. Yeah, my bot did <laughs> just die for Zessel. Uh, Zessel, oh. what about yourself? Zessel killed it. I'm, I'm the killer of things. <laughs> I'm, the game, I'm, I'm the crasher of games. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I'm a full-time content creator now since, um, oh. uh, since virus hit and a lot of places where I live shut down. So I content create a lot. And I normally start streaming 9 p.m. Eastern. Hashtag East Coast Life. Um, I stream RPGs, mostly Final Fantasies. Um, do some horror games because horror is banging as well. Um, and yeah, every now and then I have my daughter on stream. Everybody loves her, even though she likes to punch me in the face. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's like nice. (laughs) I get some HP out of it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's the cutest, yes. And uh, is it true that you are also editing for people now, Zessel? Uh, yes, I am. Um, uh, as far as my full-time content creation, I also... I'm really cheap, guys. Really cheap. <laughs> uh, I, I, I sped learn Premiere Pro and Adobe After Effects so I can have an uh, at-home trade skill. Hmm. So cool. I also edit videos, guys. If you know... Um, I don't want to name somebody that ain't here, but... I edit his videos mostly. So can I make another thingy? Yes, suit. Yeah, you can make another thingy. No, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I also am a little bit of a beginner force actor, so if you have any jobs for me as well, I would love to do that as well. Oh yeah, same here. <laughs> oh yeah. Huh. Hell yeah. I- 
Okay, well, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for being here tonight. Thank you very much for my guests. Thank you for chat. Uh, this will go on YouTube tomorrow or Friday. Uh, and then it will also go across all of the podcast platforms like uh, Apple and uh, Spotify and things like that in the coming weeks. Thank you very much for being here. We are a monthly podcast. If any of you guys watching are interested in Final Fantasy and would like to be a part of this, just send me a message and uh, maybe we can get you on a future episode. And thank you very much for being here. Everybody in the guests, say bye. bye thank you for having bye. us. Bye. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. 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 Thank you for having us. That was great. You're welcome. <laughs> bye. It was.